0: This podcast replay is brought to you by EJDConstruction.com. Call Eric at EJD Construction at 305-433-4843. They do it all, residential or commercial. EJDConstruction.com is the custom home builder and general contractor you can trust. 305-433-4843. Oh yeah, what's happening, baby? Let me, let me make uh, sure we're little bit more centered here or maybe what i should do is actually move this this way there we go. that's what i'll do i'll just i'll just move the camera to get me more centered uh sean we sounding good i just want to make sure before we continue everything kosher i know we're not going to have the tightness of the studio because my studio at home has got you know it's all you know, padded up and everything so it's tight sound and there's never any echo like there is here today uh, and for the rest of the week. But anyway, it, it seems like it sounds uh, pretty good. Yeah, let me see because the headphones aren't uh, necessarily working for me right now. It's more for the uh, for the interviews than anything else. But anyway, we are here in Indy. Uh, we are uh, attacking the combine we got a lot of things to talk about today because um I mean not that not that McDaniel really said anything earth shattering yesterday but we'll go over a couple of things that he did say Uh Chris Greer will talk in a couple minutes actually Chris Greer is going to talk and I'm sure he's not going to say anything either and you know everybody's dying to find out about the two of fifth year option and all that stuff and so, we uh, got all those things to talk about. Obviously, we gotta get into a little bit of dolphins' talk. got a lot of dolphins talk actually uh, to get into. And we got a dolphins' guest that will be joining us at twelve thirty. And um, it, it it'll be fun. We'll have some fun with our guest and and we'll uh, we'll talk uh, all things dolphins this year with him and uh, and the future, obviously because he's part of the future also. Uh, Panthers, by the way, uh, defeated the Lightning last night. That was nice. Duclair scoring, that was good. Uh, Lindell and uh, what is the – the kid with the E name, I forgot. He played all right also. Bob with 28 saves. So we'll see what they do against the Predators on Thursday. it's uh, been a really frustrating season to watch the Panthers. Just like the Miami Heat, and tonight they take on the 76ers sixers are favored by two we'll see on this one <sighs> anyway gordon Drogic was released by the chicago bulls and so just to get into a little a little heat talk here coming off of the hour with ira and kurt if you want to see the crap really hit the fan the heat sign Goran Dragic, because that will make Kyle Lowry really uncomfortable. If, if that'll put pressure on Kyle Lowry to perform at a higher level if he wants to play. If he continues with his. I mean, can anybody argue with me that the perception of Kyle Lowry is I don't give a shit. I don't care about heat culture. And. Winning's really not that important to me right now. I got my title already. That's kind of what I get from him. I don't get a guy that is trying to sell out for his organization. I get a guy that is cashing in $85 million for three years, and he's saying, here's my retirement money, and that's what I'm doing, and and that's it. That's kind of the impression I get from from Kyle Lowry. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I just – To me, you want to see the the crap hit the fan? Go sign Goran Dragic. And Jimmy can't be a a phony about it because he he isn't a phony. While Kyle Lowry is his buddy and the godfather of his his daughter and all that good stuff, he he loves Goran Dragic too. So he's not going to crap on one player for the other. But he's going to leave it to where it is. And if Goran Dragic comes in, And he has anything left in the tank, you know, and there's there. And, and, you know, I heard Ira and the guys talking about it. There's a slew of players you can cut. Enough on getting high on your own supply. Okay. You don't have any young stars on your team. None. I'm talking about all these street free agents and all these guys, the high smiths, the Caleb's, the Tyler, not Tyler, the um, Tyler, too, by the way. Um, all those guys, Duncan, none of those guys are stars. You didn't find a star in Gabe Vincent. You didn't find a star. These are nice, serviceable players, role players, things like that. None of these guys you need to hang on that, oh my God, they're going to go somewhere and become a star or something. You could even cut UD. You know, at one point or another, it's going to either you're cutting him in the off season and not bringing him back or you're cutting him in the regular season. But either way, you're going to have to part ways at one point or another. Well, you could cut Highsmith. You could cut UD. You could cut a couple guys. It's not a big deal, dude. It just isn't a big deal. They don't have guys there that, oh, my God, we got we can't let go of this guy. He's going to become incredible. Somewhere else, and and it's not that Goran Dragic is going to put you over the top. It's just that Kyle Lowry has been Kyle Lousy has been just so disappointing. It is one of the worst contracts in the history of South Florida sports. Kyle Lousy, one of the worst decisions. It's right up there with the, in fact, it might be worse than Whiteside. I wonder how, you know what, I forgot about that. I did not run a poll a couple days ago on that. that Which was the worst contract, Kyle Lousey or uh, Hassan Whiteside? I forgot about that. I did run a poll on that a couple days ago. And I, uh, I guess traveling and everything and all this crap the last couple of days. Plus, the weekend was really busy. I guess I completely forgot about it. Uh, oh, I got my tickets for the struts. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm going to take the wife to the struts. Tickets just went on sale. Thank you, Greep. You're the best. Appreciate you, brother. I know Greep got me those tickets. Where the hell is that? Where is that? Wow, maybe it was more than a couple of days ago. <laughs> I can't even find it on my. I can't even find it on my timeline right now. I'm scrolling down. So far, I thought it was only a couple of days ago. I guess it was a while back. Damn. And I'm sure that people were voting for for Kyle Lousy because you think about it. Think about this. You probably got more out of the white side, just white side's numbers. I know they weren't necessarily winning numbers all the time because he was more of a, a stat hog than anything else. But right now, I could say you, you probably got better out of, and and it was still a terrible deal, a horrible, horrible contract. And yet somehow or another. The Whiteside deal might be even better than Kyle Lousey's deal, which that's a crazy thing to even fathom, to even address and say, there's no way that this deal is going to be worse than, than, than Hassan Whiteside's. And then you watch him here for the first two years and it's been an embarrassment. It really has. I was thinking maybe I passed it up or something, so I'm going back up again. I still can't find it. I don't know, Sean. If you can see if you can find the uh that poll question I put up on Twitter between uh Kyle Lousy and Whiteside. And I know Lousy was leading early, but I didn't check it after, obviously, because I still don't even know what the the damn results were from it. But yeah. <laughs> If you want to see the crap hit the fan, you make a move for Goran Dragić and that place will get uncomfortable. And it'll get really uncomfortable for for lousy, it'll get uncomfortable for the fans, by the way. If you if you sign Goran Dragić, Kyle will will feel oh here it is. Kyle will feel the the wrath of the fans. More than they than than he ever has, because I don't think the fan base has really gone after him yet. Seriously. And but now I think if you bring Goran Dragic. Remember, the fan base loves Goran Dragic. Everybody loves. I mean, how do you not love Goran Dragic? What's there not to love about Goran Dragic? Whether you might think he's an excellent player or not, or was a good player or helped out or didn't or whatever. Hard to dislike the person. You know what I'm saying? And the effort was always there. He had his injury history and all that other stuff. But you never questioned his effort. Uh, so the voting went 57% Kyle Lousey, 43% to Hassan Whiteside. And it was only a day ago and it uh, it finished. So there you go. I thought I, I thought it was recently. So I just passed it up quickly. But think about how ugly it's going to get in the arena. If Kyle plays lousy, then, which is a good, there's a good chance that that happens. The fan base will be screaming for Goron and they'll be chanting for Goron. I'm pretty sure the Heat has thought about that because if it's, if it's crossed my mind and I'm not very bright, they're a hell of a lot smarter in Heatland than I am. So if I know that, they've got to know that also, that by signing him, you're also opening up the some serious serious drama inside you know what's it called now uh, Miami dade Arena or whatever the hell it's called formerly FTX formerly the AAA yeah that would be very interesting and that's why that's why maybe that's why i there's probably a good chance it doesn't happen because they will anticipate what's the drama that's going to happen between the two. Plus, it doesn't make you look good that you signed the guy for $85 million and now you've got to go replace him. That would also be a bad look for the front office. That the guy you signed wasn't even good enough that you have to go make a move for another guy that you had here. Man, that trade turned out to be absolutely disastrous. Not only was it a bad contract, by the way, that's the other thing about the Kyle Lousy move. Not only is it a bad contract, it was also a terrible trade. Because if you go sign Goran Dragic, isn't it? Didn't they trade? Was it? Wasn't it Hachua uh, and Goran? Wasn't that the trade? Right, Sean. Right. So you end up getting back the guy you traded for Kyle Lousey. It really isn't a good move on any shape or form for the Miami Heat, even if it helps you on the court. It's going to hurt you because it makes your front office look terrible because the guy you traded away, you now signed him off of the street to replace the guy you traded him for. And then you've got if he goes out and plays well and Lousy's playing Lousy, then you've got the fan base turning on Kyle Lousy. And so now you've got the drama in the building and on the team and then the media has got to ask and they're going to ask Kyle Lousy about being booed and they're going to ask Goran Dragic about being back and being loved and, and being wanted and all that stuff and the, and the support from the fan base. And then you've got the columnist and then Dave Hyde is going to write an article about it and then somebody else is going to write an article about it. The Heat are not going to sign Goran Dragic because it's like a, it's this exploding cigar. And and it's just gonna just keep exploding in your face, you know. You normally, an exploding cigar just pops once. You sign Goran Dragic, it could explode on you all over the place. In this article, in that column, on this uh, talk show, on that talk show, on that TV show, on the court, in the stands. Yeah. So my guess would be that. Goran doesn't get, you know, signed just because of that. So, and he says, Goran's done. And so what's what's Kyle? What's the difference? I would gamble that, that Goran Dragic would play better than Kyle Lowry or Lousy. So it doesn't really matter. Either way, it's not a good look for the Miami Heat. And it's probably one they'll have to stay away from. Uh, at least Lousy had a past that you'd hope he'd regain. Whiteside had accomplished nothing anywhere else. That's why. That's why. Remember, that's that's my point. You got more. You made more out of Whiteside than anybody ever did, and that's because you got Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra does that all the time. Uh, oh, what's the most overused combine line? Says Dougie Fresh. This guy has a motor that won't quit. B. He's one hundred percent a throwback player. D. Plays with a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> um, those are good ones right there. Those are good ones. He uh, he really loves the game. That's uh, that's one that you get there. Also. He's. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some of these lines now. That you you brought them up, that uh, that they you know, real. He's a real leader. You know that kind of stuff. You'll 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 get stuff like that. Uh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of uh, cliches that are that are used. No doubt about it. Uh, and Juan says, yeah, plus the second-round pick. Yeah, no, it was it was just a horrible trade, bro. Horrible trade. I hated that contract. Uh, I don't know why they ever thought it was going to end up working out. Frankie Fresco has got a, a prediction for me. AEW Wednesday. Hook versus Matt Hardy. Who you got? Hook versus Matt Hardy. Well, you know, let me tell you something. It's been amazing in the NBA that nobody has learned to shoot the sky hook since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar retired. You would figure that after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar dominated with that shot, that somebody would learn the hook, right? And, you know, Kyle Lowry deserves the hook, right? Because he's Kyle Lousy. So you got to give him, you know, the hook. Right. And sometimes that's what happens at times. You know, the the uh, the Panthers, they may not even make the playoffs this year. That's that's pretty bad. That's getting the hook from the playoffs from last year. So we're going to go hook a crook here. We're we're going to go with the, the hookster over Matt Hardy. And that's it. Hardy probably had a, a really hearty meal before the game, before the match. Probably going to be full before he steps into the ring, so the hookster is going to take advantage. We're going to we're going to hook it, okay? That's what we're going to do. We're going to hook it tonight. Hook wins. Wow! I'm getting two thumbs up from Sean. Like I like two hooks, like this. How about that? So there you go. I got two hooks from Sean. Not not thumbs up. I got two hooks. So we're we're hooking it today. Although I did have a hearty meal today, I did have a Chick Fil A biscuit. God, I love that thing. That's uh, that may be the most addicting food on the planet for me is the Chick Fil A biscuit. Yes, Sean. I'm I'm guessing Ruthless C W is a little bit new to this. Uh, oh, Ruthless C W. That's a wrestling question, O. Oh? Yeah, bro. I mean, they don't understand great. how you break down the wrestling. They don't understand. Yeah, they don't, the, they don't the, get it. Yeah. yeah they don't, yeah, they yeah. don't get real insight. On no, this no. That, not the wrestling the insight you get from Big O. Right, exactly. What are you going to do? Listen to Square Circle Digest and actually give you real wrestling content? No. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on the Big O Radio Show YouTube channel. There you go. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. That's right. So there you go, Ruthless EW. If you want a real wrestling show, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Now, when you want real wrestling breakdowns, right here, right here, we hook them horns. So we do. He definitely lost that Lowry trade. They gave away Precious, who's actually a solid role player for the Raptors, I you know. Many Raptors fans thought Lowry was overrated even when he played there. Well, the problem with Lowry and Rose, the Rosen were they're not lead guys. That's all. It's pretty simple. They're complementary guys. They're the third guy. They're not even the number two. But they were lucky that Kawhi got there and Kawhi's a freaking monster. When, when healthy, of course. Got to always say that with Kawhi because he's never healthy. But when he's healthy, and especially early part of his career, dude was, you know, one of the three best players in the NBA. And that when you have one of those monsters, that's different. That makes everything a lot easier for everybody else. But when you made Lousy and DeRozan your lead guys, that's why Toronto always fell short in the playoffs. They were fun and and they did great in the regular season, but they weren't good enough to be. That's why, that's why Jimmy Butler cannot. When Jimmy, if Jimmy Butler is your best player, uh, then you're not ever going to be good enough. Sorry, it's the way its Jimmy's got to be a two, because he's got more balls than Lousy and and DeRozan, because he does all the other things. But if he's your number one guy, then you're not good enough. When they signed uh, Jimmy Butler, I said, you have to sign another star that's better than him in order to win a championship. If you don't do that, then it's not going to work out. And you've got mileage out of it, but it has, you know, if you're trying to win a title, you're nowhere near a title unless you get another star. Star. And, and, And Bam's done a really good job of coming, you know, forward this year, but... Not where I'm not. He's not a number one. You got to find a number one. And they haven't been able to find the number one to go uh, with Jimmy. So, yeah, that's the problem with the whole Lowry thing. And I'm sure um, Raptors fans felt that few years in with Rosen and Lowry that, okay, we're really good, but not good enough. Uh, Since we can't find diamonds in the rough so easy with the heat, we should almost never re-sign these guys. Well, maybe that's, guess what I was talking about yesterday. And everybody else will then talk and write about it now that I've mentioned that the the heat and G-Money from New Jack City have a lot in common. They get high on their own supply. And they've been screwing up with that for years now. Like I said, none of those guys are stars. If you actually found a guy off the street that became a star, then, yeah, you commit completely to the guy. But they've never done that. They've never found a guy that's a star. What they find is nice role players. And those aren't guys that you commit to long term. So that's been a problem, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Magic had the mini hook. Yeah, he developed a little mini hook. Uh, my first game in person with the BBS Utah, I will loudly be booing lousy. <laughs> uh, Frankie's reminding me not to have any hot dogs. I will. But that was like, I mean, you can have a hot dog at a really decent place, not at a roadside Dairy Queen. That's where I screwed up morning. Oh, the problem with the heat is they have too many G league players. And that's why the bench sucks right now. Yeah. yeah you've developed a lot of guys. You've developed a lot of guys that just aren't, aren't good enough. That's it. Uh, what else do we have here going on in the world of sports? Uh, by the way, I do want to remind you Cutter's edge pro. We love talking about Mike and will, will is uh, an amazing person when you we, when you meet will uh and he runs the company obviously he's the boss you're going to meet a guy that excels at being exceptional, and that's why cutter's edge pro is the is the cutter's edge telling you when it comes to landscaping and so if you're looking to take your business your condominium your hoa your home to the next level And I don't think I'm enlightening any of you out there, but if you don't know this, once you add landscaping also to your home, it increases the value of your home. And here's the other thing. And and this is the one that, you know, you really got to remember when you're paying your mortgage, you're paying your mortgage for your whole property. So if your backyard's there and it's just there and you're just cutting the grass, you're really not enjoying it, then you're not getting the best out of it. And so you're paying for a piece of your property that you're actually not using. But when you now put some creative landscaping to it and you can create areas of shade and you can create areas where you can hang out in and barbecue and do whatever, all kinds of things, whether it's play cornhole, uh, mini golf, you know, a little bit. I have a putting green in my home, you know, and it's really cool. It's, It's so cool on an evening. And and the last few weeks, it's been like that, that the evenings have been, you know, nice and cool. They haven't necessarily been hot. And I go out there with the wife and drink in my hand, no toes in the sand, although we do have some bunkers. So I could put my toes in the sand, like Van Halen would say. But um, it's so cool to just go out there, you know, me and the wife are talking, having some fun and, and playing some mini golf and the dogs are running around and. You know, so sometimes we got to keep we got to keep the big dogs inside when we play mini golf because they're, they're chasing the balls. <laughs> and if we're throwing and we're throwing the bags for a cornhole, they want to go after the bags. You know what I mean? The little dogs are cool. They hang around. They don't get in the way. All that. So, you know, it's cool. But artificial turf is another thing. And wait till you get the artificial turf, because not only is it so clean because they don't bring any dirt or any mud or anything inside to the home. And neither will you when you go outside and you come in, you won't be bringing anything in. But they also love playing in it, rolling around in it. It is so easy to manage and maintain. And you save a lot of money because you're not watering the lawn and you're not cutting the grass every 10 or 14 days because you know how it is in South Florida. Your grass, you got to cut it every 10 or 14 days or if not, it starts getting out of control. This is why I want you to call Cutters Edge Pro. Because once you call Cutter's Edge Pro, you're going to see the difference. You're going to feel it. Synthetic turf, irrigation, landscape design, outdoor lighting. We've got all kinds of lights, too. We can change the lights in our home to go with whatever's going on, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, whether it's a Dolphins win, a Canes win. I can change the colors up to a heat, heat colors, to Dolphin colors, to Canes colors. It's a beautiful thing, man. Cutter's Edge Pro go to their Instagram page and check it out. You can see a lot of the work that they've done all across the Tri-County area. Dave Broward and Palm Beach counties, man. They've got like over 70 trucks. It's an enormous company. You'll see their trucks all over South Florida. CuttersEdgePro.com and go to the Instagram page at CuttersEdgePro. Call them. Tell them that Big O sent you. 954-472-0622. All right, so let's... uh. Let's get into a little Miami Dolphins talk. And yesterday, uh, Mike McDaniel addressed the media. Today, Chris Greer addressed the media. We'll go over some of his comments now because he's he's in the middle of talking now. So we'll go over some of his comments in the next hour. I'm sure there's nothing earth-shattering going to be said. Just like yesterday, by the way. There wasn't anything earth-shattering said by Mike McDaniel. Everybody's dying to find out about the fifth-year option. And I'll tell you what. I got to give Poopar a lot of credit because I I told you I was very into giving him the you know activate the fifth year option save yourself money just in case the kid kicks ass next year and um, by the way I was talking I was talking with uh, Nick Hicks his uh, Tua's trainer yesterday he's going to be on the show probably tomorrow I'm going to try to get him on the show so we'll have Tua's trainer on either tomorrow or the next day but um, we we may be hanging out tonight actually Um, but anyway so. we were talking as we were waiting for our bags uh, last night. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't go hit the streets like I like I normally do. Uh, you know, ten years ago, I was thinking about it when I was laying in bed last night. I go, ten years ago, I get here after a long ass day, and you know, I set my room up and then leave right away and out till two in the morning, and back up in the morning. Uh, I could not do that. <laughs> So uh, after a long day of doing the show and everything and, and packing and traveling and everything, although the travel was really smooth, by the way, super smooth. Plane was on time. Uh, takeoff was smooth. Landing was smooth. We got back. The only thing that took a while was the bag, just the only thing that took a little longer than than I, than I wanted. But the, the younger me would have been out on the streets. And I got here last night and I said, you know what, I'm just going to set my equipment up start prepping some of the show, watch some television, relax. I'll uh, I'll start the craziness tomorrow, which is today. And I want to get some rest. And so uh, I needed to get some rest. So I charged the battery, but t- tonight I'll be uh, hitting the streets. And so everybody wants to find out about the fifth year option for Tua Vailo. And what's the deal with Tua Vailo and what's going to happen, all that kind of stuff. And... Remember, I told you I was about giving him the fifth-year option. Now, Hoopar convinced me that it really doesn't matter. And really, this decision is only big in the media. It doesn't matter. For the Miami Dolphins, it's all the same, pretty much. It's a matter of rolling the dice a little bit. Because if you have to tag him next year, then you're going to have to use a little more cap space. You know what I mean? And if you don't have to tag him and you didn't pick up the fifth year option and he has an injury riddled year, then you can get out of it clean. You understand? But I think what's going to, in the the end, I think they're going to probably, is my guess, give him the fifth year option. But if they don't, Pupart made a great point. Even if you don't give him the fifth year option, you still can tag him. You still control him. You still can then renegotiate, you know, negotiate a new contract and an extension off of that. And you're still going to buy yourself a couple of years before you really have to give him the big money. So either way, you can still build a team around him for the next two to three years before the big money kicks in. Because this is his fourth year coming up. You got the fifth year for the fifth year option. And then the sixth year can be his first year of his contract, which if he's you know healthy, that he proves he gets a new contract, that first year you can manipulate it and have a low number also. So it gives you cap flexibility again. And by the way, remember, We're talking about an increase next year in the cap, another increase again the year after that, and another increase, you know, the year after that. So as long as you're not getting crazy with the quarterback salary, you're still going to have a lot of flexibility with everything else. This decision is overblown for media and for fans. Now, for media, hey, brother, you know, let's get sensationalistic about it. Let's go write about it. And then for the fans, they bait half of you out there because it's really easy to bait a lot of you out there. Unfortunately, I have to be honest. You know, you guys are suckers out there. There's a lot of suckers out there. And, And so you bite and you make it look like this is some desperation moment when if you really look at it, it's what I've been telling you for a while now. It sucks that Tua has had to go through all these injuries and the concussions this past year. I hope, I wish it wouldn't be the case, because obviously I want the kid to be a, a freaking star, and I want the Dolphins to have a franchise quarterback. I don't want them searching for more, for more quarterbacks. I'm tired of that already. But really, in the end, we're we're talking about a kid. We're talking about a situation that favors the Dolphins, and that's what this whole thing. Now has put the dolphins in the driver's seat. So it it the time you wasted with flow, now you gained it back on the on the back end because of the injuries. Because if he was injury free and was balling, we'd already be talking about all right, well, what are they paying him next year? 45, 50 million, you know, whatever. And it, not next year, but the year after, in other words, in year five. But they would actually be able to manipulate that number too. It's year six that it would have blown up. Now, year six is not going to be a blow up because the year six is the year of the contract and you're able to manipulate that first year. So you win. You know what I'm saying? In the end, instead of looking at it like, are they going to give him the fifth year option or not? It's not a big deal whether they do or they don't. I've made the case for giving him the fifth year. Pupar made a great case for not giving him the fifth year and you're still in control, which he's right. So what's the big deal? Who cares? The best part is, are you a Dolphins fan? Oh, you are. Oh, okay. Dolphins are in control. Dolphins have the leverage. That's the best part, right? He'd have no leverage. They already gave Kyle Lousy the contract. They're stuck with it. They got to live it out until they can get rid of it. Because it wasn't an interchangeable contract. Neither was Whiteside, and neither was Tyler Johnson, and neither was James Johnson. So once you make the decision, you're screwed. Can't get out of the Cedric Wilson contract, right? Because you made the contract, and then Tyreek Hill became available. And then that made Cedric Wilson obsolete. But you gave him the contract already. So you're kind of locked into it already. What are you going to do? Same thing. Not as big a contract as some of the other ones we're talking about, but because of the scenario that developed, the Cedric Wilson contract became a bad contract. You know, Not that really you blame the Dolphins for that, because what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Oh, bad move on Cedric Wilson. You shouldn't have gone and get Tyreek Hill. If you sign Cedric Wilson, you stay with Cedric Wilson. No, dude. (laughs) You say, screw it, bro. (laughs) I don't care if he can't play much because we've got Tyreek and Waddle. But if Tyreek's available, I'm getting Tyreek. And kudos to the Dolphins. What are you going to do? Turn into a bad deal. But that's the kind of bad deal that I can live with. Because I know why that became a bad deal. Because some guy named Tyreek Hill became available. Nothing wrong with that. Got to make that kind of move. But in this in this case, you don't really have to rush to give him the fifth year. You don't really have to rush to make this decision. Now, if you give him the fifth year, you kind of know where everybody stands. He knows where he stands. Agent knows where he stands. Now you can move on. And, and year six will still be the first year of his big contract if he gets one. And you can manipulate that year. Or if you don't tag him and you don't pick up that fifth year option, in other words, not tag him, you don't pick up that fifth year option, and then you've got to tag him in year five because he balled out in year four. So you live with that number and then you negotiate a new contract in year six with a lowered cap number to keep giving you flexibility to build a team around him and try to win a, a, a Super Bowl without having to pay him the big money. Really, in the end, if you want to make a big deal out of this fifth-year option, it's really not. Don't allow the media to make it sound like it's a big deal. The big deal is that the Dolphins are in complete control of the situation, and they're not forced to give them a bad contract. That's the best part, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um the other thing uh, that uh, they talked about and we're going to talk to Skylar Thompson at 12:30 about this. Uh McDaniel talked about bringing in competition for Skylar Thompson. And let's uh, let's go to McDaniel addressing the media yesterday when he was asked because obviously they brought Teddy Bridgewater in and that one didn't work out for one reason. But it still worked out for the reason that I said it would work out for. See, I was never really a believer of Teddy Bridgewater, the player. But I was a big time believer of Teddy Bridgewater, the leader, the experienced guy. And you can go back and listen to the shows last year. Uh, how many times I talked about it in the off season that having Teddy there is like what? a hard drive. Did I say that? Did I, did I not say that, Sean, that Teddy, brought, Teddy Bridgewater is a hard drive that Skylar Thompson and Tua Tagovailoa vailoa can plug into and download the information. That's what I told you last year. So let's hear from Mike McDaniel uh, addressing the backup quarterback situation, because that was a storyline that came out of it I don't think it's anything unexpected, but let's hear from Mike McDaniel addressing the backup quarterback situation. Go ahead, Sean.
1: Um, I think that uh, I think by um, really when when you assess Skyler's play as as a rookie, he he did a lot of things that deserve um, uh, to be in competition. Uh, and and to have an open mind to him being um, to winning a, uh, the backup quarterback role, I don't foresee that being unchallenged by any stretch. Um, I think uh, you know when you look at the position um, from its entirety from a year ago. Well, a year ago we had a, a one-man room. Um, that you know, there's a lot of questions with regard to um, you know the. The where Tua was at and in, in his development of his game, and and we needed uh, you know someone to come in that could really help him take a step in uh, in the right direction to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League at a high level. Um, I think Teddy came in and did that. Um, I think um, as it stands right now, I, I was happy with what Skyler was able to do um, under the pretense that. You know he's going to continue to get better and i think uh you know i think Tua is in a different spot i think the team's in a different spot and i, I think there's some competitive advantages that we can bring to the room through free agency and that's what we'll look to do is to um uh at least have some that will be competition regardless in the room um regardless of who uh we sign but i i, I think that um, that's something that we're definitely interested in to make the quarterback room better.
0: All right. So there you go. I'm doing the interview. I don't need this. Uh, anyway, so he basically told you what I was talking about last year, why Teddy was really here. I know some of you out there thought he was going to take the job from Tua. Uh, you, you thought all that stupidness, whatever. You know. I get it. You don't really watch football. Uh, so that's, you know, as we talked about already, those of you that thought Teddy would take the job from Tua, you don't watch the games at all. At all. Either that or you don't know football. Because if you watch Teddy in Minnesota or in Carolina or in Denver or in New Orleans, and then you thought he was better than Tua, you don't know shit about football. Seriously, you don't know shit about football. But anyway. So uh, one of the things I talked about last year was that Teddy was there for the hard drive, for the information, for the leadership, the experience. And you see how he says Tua is in a different place. Tua doesn't need that now. Tua mentally has what he needs. He's got Daryl Bevel that he can lean on. What he talked about now is making the backup position better. And Skyler's got to improve on his own. And we'll talk to Skyler at 1230 about that. but. The idea is to bring in competition and make that number two job because Skyler is not looking to be a three. We'll talk to Skyler. I'm sure he wants to be the backup quarterback this year. I'm sure he wants to be the number two. But in order for you to be the number two, you've got to now prove it that you have improved your play, your understanding of the offense, your understanding of NFL defenses, all of those things that I'm sure he's working on everything. And I'm sure he'll tell us that at 12:30. But it, it's it's more about bringing in somebody that will push Skyler. not about Tua, because it's not about Tua. There aren't a lot of starting quarterbacks better than Tua in the NFL. Period. Okay, Tua is a much better passer than most of the guys in the NFL as it is. So you're not really bringing anybody in off the off the street that is gonna be better than Tua, okay? Tua's only issue is the injury stuff and he's just gotta work through it, you know? In fact, you know, I was talking to Nick Hicks yesterday, I was explaining to him, you do know that all his injuries are from 3.81 to 5.1 seconds. He goes, really? And I go, yeah, I, I timed each, because I, I could tell he hadn't heard that segment on our show. And I said, his hip injury? Two concussions, the, the ankle injuries—they're all because holding on to the ball. And so, we'll Nick told me some stuff that will—I'll let him explain it because it's that's where that's his place. And um, that stuff that uh, two is working on with him, and uh, we'll talk about that with him. Hopefully tomorrow we'll get him on. I'll try to see if we can we can uh, get him on tomorrow. He told me that during this time slot he's pretty good, so. Uh, we'll probably get to his trainer on either tomorrow or or third or you know, today's Wednesday, Thursday or Friday. I promise you, we'll get him on on one of those days. By the way, tomorrow's show will be at ten a.m. Remember, I know that normally is at three p.m., but remember, I'm here, so that's why I was at Hylia Park on Monday because I'm not at Hylia Park on Thursday. So for those of you that are listening and watching and all that stuff tomorrow's show will be a morning show like like we normally do it you know throughout the rest of the week uh because i'm not at highly Park tomorrow in the afternoon okay so i mean it's just we'll see who they bring in as a backup and there's a lot of good options out there for a backup position and i think that this is going to be a sexy destination too for somebody as a backup Todd McShay was onto something when he talked about Jalen Carter's character issues. Okay, um, I listen. Some of us that that are able to unearth information, sometimes people don't want to hear it, and then they don't want to believe it. And so McShay knows a lot of people, and knows a lot of people in college, and. You get information. That that happened to me with the whole Vontae Davis. Exactly the same thing. They didn't want to believe me either about Vontae Davis and his immaturity issues. The day of the draft. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you're just being negative. (laughs) When you don't hear what you want, I'm being negative. It's hilarious, dude. It really is. Uh, Nature B, by the way. Hey, listen, I travel a lot. I, I, I'm constantly on the air. You rarely, you rarely see me deal with a cold, and that's because of Nature B. And we got some great deals going on right now. We got a 200-cap supply for only $85. That's 85 cents a day. It's an absolute joke. Come on, folks. 85 cents a day to get that kind of protection, highlighting libido, allergy relief, less stress, muscle recovery, added energy, boost immune system, fuller hair, thicker nails. Man, I'm telling you, the, the benefits of plant pollen, you can research it yourself on the benefits of plant pollen. And Nature B, they, they also potentiate it, which by doing that is they crack the cells. So that way, when you ingest it, it goes directly into your system. And here's the other thing. Uh, you know, it's all natural and it's just beautiful and not made in some lab somewhere grown from the earth, from clean, green New Zealand. Break open the capsule and, and throw the powder in your mouth directly. You would never do that with any other capsule because, you know, it would taste like crap. Tasting, you're going to go, wow, it doesn't taste bad. It's all natural, plant pollen. That's why, folks naturebee.com slash big o that's naturebecom slash big o and if you order this 100 day supply over three months for 85 dollars only 85 cents a day we're also going to give you a free manuka honey lip balm and it is the best lip balm you're gonna love it man doesn't have that funky flavor sometimes of these other lip balms i'm telling you you're gonna and it does great work i'll be using it over the next couple days, because I know sometimes when I have to go outside, to actually where I'm staying, I'm gonna have to walk a couple blocks before I get to the buildings in downtown and all that. I think like three blocks away I am from the first bridge. So I'm gonna have to deal with the elements a little bit. And I'm sure I'm gonna be using my Manuka honey lip balm from Nature B. And go to the Nature B website, you'll see a lot of things there. The wrinkle cream my wife loves. There's all kinds of different products. That they have. They have the cough drops, which are absolutely awesome, dude. Wow, a little spicy, but man, they are awesome. Go check it out for yourself. Go to slash big O and take advantage of this 100 day supply for only 85 cents a day, $85 plus the free Manuka Honey Lip Balm. All right, Big O, are you comfortable with Shell staying at right tackle? Yeah, I like what he did last year. I mean, if you can find somebody better, I'm not going to complain, my friend. But I was extremely happy with Brandon Schell, weren't you? I think all of us as Dolphin fans, we should be very happy with what Brandon Schell did. Overall, what sucked was bad luck. The dude gets injured for the stinking playoff game. I, I don't care what anybody tells me, dude. I refuse to listen to these negative people that just want to get clickbait or they're on TV or something trying to get, you know, views or whatever. The Dolphins this year was all about bad luck. This was a heck of a team. I'm not telling you they were going to beat Kansas City and win the Super Bowl or all that, but, man, they could have made some noise. In the playoffs. You saw what they did with Buffalo. Buffalo barely beat a, 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 an injury riddled team with their third string quarterback. And if it wasn't for the coach, which I'm going to talk to Skyler about that, that's, does he still think about fourth and one? Because I got to tell you something. Fourth and one for me will always be Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic getting injured in the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Like the what if. I got to live with that what if. Because the Heat were playing lights out at that moment. Confidence was soaring. They could have beaten the the Lakers that year if it wasn't for those injuries. I'm not saying they would have, but they could have. Hell, they took them to six games with the injuries. I mean, they were beating everybody else. Why couldn't they beat that team? Hell yeah, and that fourth and one, you converted. I just get a feeling the Dolphins are going to win that game. They could have, and, and I I got to live with that for the rest of my life. I got to live with that. as a, you know, it's a, it's a, the Ohio State UM game, right? It's like I got to live with this terrible referee that I. Come on, man! They could have won another title, you know. I got to live with Jimmy Johnson allowing Vinny Testaverde to continue to pass the ball and throw interception after interception. One, one of the dumbest coaching decisions I have ever seen in the history of football. Pete Carroll, it, I mean, uh, uh, Pete Carroll's number one with uh, with Marshawn Lynch, but Jimmy Johnson's a close second by allowing Vinny Testaverde to continue to pass in the Fiesta Ball. I mean, that is about the dumbest coaching I've ever seen in my life. You saw his stupid ass throw four interceptions a year before in the Sugar Bowl. You're going to continue to let him throw five interceptions in the Fiesta Bowl and piss away your title. Wow, that is some stupid ass coaching, Jimmy Johnson. Holy shit, that is some stupid ass coaching. That's some of the dumbest coaching I've ever seen in my life. That's the shit I got to live with. Dolphins, what was it, three, four fumbles against New England? When they should have gone to the Super Bowl to rematch against the Bears, that's the shit I got to live with. So, fourth and one, it's going to bother me for a long time. Okay? It's going gonna, it's gonna to go on that long list of some other things in South Florida sports history. that is it's just going to always just eat at me every single time, dude. It sucks. Uh, I'm sure Shell will get a chance to compete. Yes, I think so. I think they'll bring him back and, uh, and give him a chance because he, he did well. He did well enough. I gotta say, uh, I'm interested in if Skyler was missing read or actually not enough confidence. Huh? I'm interested in if Skyler was missing read or actually not enough. Confidence. I don't know what that. Knight, I'm not sure what you're trying to ask me, or, or you want me to ask Skyler or something. And by the way, if you got a question for Skyler Thompson, you can uh, send them in, and I uh, maybe I can ask uh, Skyler too. What you got there, Sean? No, I, I think he might be referring to was he missing reads, or he just wasn't confident in some of his throws. I think that's oh. what he's referring to on on that question. I believe that's what it's. Okay. All right. We'll ask. We'll ask. We'll ask Skyler. We'll talk about his season. We'll have some fun with him. Uh, what else? Uh, no chance beating the Lakers. Uh, well, I guess you weren't watching what I was watching. Uh, I definitely bring show back, but might prefer a chance to be a starter somewhere else. Why? Why would he prefer to be a starter somewhere else? I don't don't know why. Why would you say that? And where? Why? I'm not sure this is a pretty damn good team florida miami yeah but you're probably just a hater that's all big O, yes perhaps they could have won but in the big picture losing it may have been even better thing for this team coming this coming team just a thought now. Uh, losing? You mean for the for the Dolphins? You mean? Yeah. Bigo, can you imagine everybody back healthy? It would be like having an extra draft. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And remember, Tindall. You know, now hopefully this season he takes that step forward and gets on the field. Azukama, you know, can he help out too? That's actually a, a thing. You know, you got all that kind of stuff going on with with it that maybe you could start getting, you know, the Noah stuff, we're past that already. We don't have to worry about that one already. that that young man, unfortunately, has been given more than enough chances. So he he's had, you know, the, the bonus would be is if Eichenberg or Austin Jackson actually come through, that would be the bonus. That after you know a couple of years of the struggles and the injuries and all that, that they find their way, which which is not that's not something that is impossible to imagine. Okay? Linemen a lot of times take a while to you know turn the corner. So that's that's nothing new. We go the Marlins making noise this year, bank on it. But, uh, hey, listen, Sandy will be fine. It'll be fun to watch Jazz Chisholm. Um, I like the the kid they got from Minnesota in the trade. They've got some some players that will be fun to watch. I still don't think they have enough offense. So I don't think they're making any noise whatsoever. But you can check back with me in July when you figure it out that they don't have enough offense. I'd love to think that about the Marlins, but I'm looking at the overall talent. By the way, did you guys see the kid from the Angels? Okay, not that I was a, you know, I'm, a, I'm some kind of Angels, uh, you know, fan or anything like that. But they've got a kid in the Angels that throws 105 and a half miles per hour. Okay, kid out of Tennessee. His name is Rhett Bollinger. And he was asked about if he can top the 105 and a half miles an hour he threw in college. He says, I think I can get there maybe even a little bit more. Everything feels great. I don't see why not he responds. And uh, he th- they talk about him. He's also been adding a new pitch to his arsenal. He says, I've had a sweeping one in the past. So they tried to get more of a harder one. It's more of a cutter action, so I'm throwing that as well. It's a big goal of mine to make it to the majors this year and make an impact as soon as possible. The faster I get up there, the better for me. He was a standout at Tennessee. Last year in one minor league game, he had 20 strikeouts in 13, in 13 innings, only giving up three runs in AA Rocket City. It's crazy, dude. And so he's talking about the game of baseball. And there he goes, that's something I've learned a lot about in professional baseball. We didn't use that much at Tennessee, which was the analytics. So the analytics give him a benefit of having to evolve and all the data uh, at your fingertips, allowing you to fine tune your game more than ever. So Rhett Bollinger for the Angels, 105 and a half miles per hour. Since you brought up a little baseball. It's a story that I was reading this morning, and I'm like, okay, this is one interesting dude. <laughs> you know what it was it continuously sucks? Why do the angels have to get Mike Trout? Why do the Angels have to get Shohei Otani? Why do the Angels have to get Reb Bollinger? <laughs> Why are we ruining careers with that stinking team? Okay. Artie Moreno and company clearly can build a winner. They don't know how to do it. So far, Artie Moreno's known for me more than anything was when he took over, he lowered beer prices. That's about the most memorable thing that I've ever heard from the Angels and Artie Moreno. I know there were some, some shady business dealings allegedly behind the scenes there, but whatever. Anyway. Just, it, it it's the Angels. It's like players go there to, like, die. Like, Mike Trout is one of the two or three best players in the game. And he accomplishes nothing because he's with the Angels. Che Otani may be the most freakish athlete in the history of baseball. Okay? I know, I know, uh, you know. You can start talking to me about Bo Jackson and start talking to me about Ozzie Smith and talk to me about all kinds of great athletes that have been in in baseball. But to pitch the way he pitches and to hit the way he hits, nobody does that. That's freakish. And it's the stinking angels. How screwed up is that? Our number two from the NFL combine, remember, Skyler Thompson, quarterback for your Miami Dolphins, will join us at 1230. Sean Stanley, mastering the program. Hour number two is next.